Hi there, and welcome to Manningham Christian Centre's Sermon of the Week. I'm so glad you joined us. My name is Matt Wyatt, and I'm the lead pastor here. My prayer for you is that as you listen, you encounter God and find this message practically helpful. It would mean a lot to us if you were able to rate and subscribe. This not only lets us know how we can serve you better, but also spreads the message to those who need to hear it. Hey, thanks so much again, and I look forward to catching up with you later. Bye. How are we all doing this morning? Brilliant. Well, it is an exciting day today, and it's exciting because we get to celebrate this together as a family. And this is the thing. We get to celebrate today together as a church family. We get to celebrate together with, uh, with Matt and Emily and all of the extended family. So we'd like to welcome everybody here today. Amen. Part of um, part of our uh, well, one of our um, uh, core values here at Manningham Christian Centre is that we are community champions. In other words, we work hard at championing community. Part of being community is recognising that we are all in this together. Is that cool? All right. So <clears throat> we uh, are helping and assisting members of the community in everything from emergency food relief through to other services as well <clears throat> and um, and uh, what that means is that to champion community is to champion uh, what can, what makes a family and you see these days uh, family means lots of things you know family feels like it's one step further than community doesn't it yeah. doesn't it and felt like, what's the saying? Um, uh, blood is thicker than water, right? So it's like, it's like, oh. But the thing that we celebrate here is, of course, that we are under covenant or an agreement with uh, what we've just celebrated, which is communion. And so the Bible actually describes us all as brothers and sisters. Can you imagine in our community if we approached each other like brothers and sisters? Can you, well, it depends on your experience, doesn't it, right? Uh, there was an awkward silence. Uh, I know what he's trying to say, but, you know, you know, yes, there's probably still a hole in the shower door where my brother went to punch me in the head and I ducked. You know, so, you know, maybe we shouldn't need to treat each other like brothers and sisters. No, but the point is this, is that the point that Jesus is saying is that we are all family. Somehow you're all related to Michael Jackson in some way, right? That's true. Like, you know, it, it, we can follow all the DNA all the way back, all the way back and all the way back to just two people. And it was Adam and Eve. And so that's a scientific fact, right? So the truth is this, is that the Bible is not just a, is not just a theological document. It's a historical document which actually shows how we are all connected together. And you see, a baby dedication is simply the truth that we are all connected together. How many know that a baby dedication is not just a baby show? Look, as cute as Levi and Reuben are, right? You're meant to say yes. Oh my gosh. 
working hard this morning. And so, and so you know, as cute as they are, it's not, this is not just about a baby show. And we're going to unpack a little bit more of what this is about. Can I grab our very first slide? And on the count of three, I want everybody to go. I know, I know, I know. I had to Facebook stalk Matt and Emily to get these photos off used without their permission, oh, with their permission, it's all good. But um, uh, if you'd like to follow along today, and if you're family members here, we'll grab the next slide. You can jump on this QR code because some of the writing is, might be a little bit small for you to read. So if you just jump on that QR code there, um, don't take a photo of it, just put your camera on it and there's a little link that'll come up and you can follow uh, along with these slides as we go through this. All right, everybody who's gonna do that has done it? Good job, all right, we're gonna go to the next slide. Thanks, guys. How many know that parenting takes courage? How many are yet to find out that parenting takes courage? How many are blissfully aware, unaware that parenting takes courage? Dedicating children to the Lord takes courage and conviction. Because sometimes as a parent, our need as parents to control in order to protect can be overwhelming at times. And yet we have to understand that as we dedicate our children to the Lord, we're not abdicating our responsibility as parents, but what we're actually doing as in, is inviting a partnership with God. Now, if you would ever want to be in partnership with anybody, it'd be God, right? Right? Like parenting is hard at the best of times, now let's introduce God. Does it still feel hard? Yes. Absolutely it does. Does God bring every answer and every, is he our Panadol to every headache? No. There will still be things that we will have to deal with and walk through those hard things as a parent, right? I'm, just, I'm, I'm laying aside all of other life's difficulties and I'm just saying that as parents, it can be challenging. But let me tell you one thing. This is what I've found. And I'm sure there's other people in the room that have found this as well. This is what I've found. Every single area of parenting and its difficulty that I've encountered has been and is an opportunity for me to understand how God loves me. Every single time. Every single time. Every single time. Now, my kids never make a mistake. But if they were to ever make a mistake, it's an opportunity for me to understand that, hey, I make mistakes too. And as they come to me, they never have to do it, but as they come to me and say, Dad, I made a mistake, I'm sorry, I get to be to them what Father God is to all of us. I get to say, that's all right, you little meathead. I'm going to whop you one. No, no, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. That's not how Father God responds to us, amen? It, it, it's a congratulations, well done. You've made a mistake. Now dust yourself off and let's move on with the journey, amen? Amen? 
every now and then there's discipline reaction. But we have to understand, even as adults, God allows discipline reaction in our lives also. Amen? Oh, that's a quiet one. Yeah, we don't want to say amen to that. Lord, Lord, discipline me. No, 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 no. He loves a child. Uh, the Bible talk, talks about that uh, when a parent shows discipline to a child, to, that, that, that is an act of love, all right? So <clears throat> it may be unpleasant at the beginning, but it pays off in the end. Amen? Amen. amen. How are we going, Daniel, with, those, uh, with that little whistling every now and then? Were you good? All right. So we get to today to come together with Matt and Emily to celebrate, support and encourage them in not just the dedication today, but for the rest of their journey as parents. How many know even as if your children are 40, you're still a parent, right? And so we get together with them today to, that, they, that they started their journey about 12 months ago in parenting, right? But well, 12 months and plus nine months, I suppose, <laughs> roughly. But, but the truth is, is that we get to encourage each other and remind each other that as we journey through life together, not just as community, but as family, when we witness those difficult moments, that we come together beside them to encourage and say, hey, remember that it's, you're not alone in this. Remember that you can walk through this together. Hello? Who wouldn't want to be part of a community like that? Who wouldn't want to be part of a church family like that? Hello? And that doesn't mean we interfere, but it does mean we come alongside and we say, keep going. You are amazing. Amen? How many, how many parents in the room don't feel amazing about their parenting sometimes? You know, the kids laying on their back, kicking their feet in the air, and you're dragging them along into the supermarket. And everybody's looking at you going, right? Anybody had those experiences? Yeah? Right. I don't know. I don't remember having those experiences, but... I wasn't always the one taking to the shops either, so... So as parents, we would all agree that we need help. We need help together. And we'll have the next slide, thanks. And so it is about asking God's help, deploying God's help. Help when our child is demanding more than what we can give. Help when patience has run out. Anybody prayed the prayer, Lord, give me patience now? <laughs> right now. But we also need help to take in each moment as they happen. We also need help to understand that there is, there is moments and there is characteristics about our children that are beautiful and that are unique. You only need to look at that photo of both Levi and Reuben to have a little bit of insight into their personality types. 
Can you just can you just see the angle of <laughs> Levi's going? Yeah, I can give give you a run for your money. <laughs> Reuben just chilled, right? Matt and Emily need help. <laughs> we'll grab the next slide. So. I love the analogy of swimming between the flags. How many have been to the beach so far this season? Anybody? All right, not yet. Well, some people. And uh, I remember one time we were up, uh, we were up uh, on the Gold Coast somewhere. I don't even kind of remember where it was, Sunshine Coast somewhere or something like that. And, and uh, um, I, was, uh, I was on this inappropriately small for a small guy like me, boogie board, and I was having a good crack at the waves and they were dragging me out and I was in trouble. Anyway, I made it back and I couldn't believe it at the time. My father, <clears throat> who was also on an inappropriately small boogie board, as I'm going in, panting like a, I don't know, uh, and as I'm just making it onto terra firma, like kissing the sand as I made it in, he's going out. Like I'm a big girl's blouse, right? Like he's, he was like, what's, what's wrong with you, son? I'm going out into this. And before too long, he was way out the back waving for help. And a lifesaver came out in his speedos and his big board and looked a little bit like David Hasselhoff. Um, I maybe would have preferred maybe Pamela Anderson, I don't know, but, but as he runs out, anybody under the age of 30 doesn't know who that is, right? Am I right? Uh, what was the latest one? What was the latest one? Um, Zac Efron and The Rock or something, was it? Right, right. And, uh, and so anyway, and anyway, this guy goes out and rescues my dad and comes and, and brings him back in. Didn't need to give dad mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation. I would have paid money to see that. But <laughs> the point is this, is that when you swim between the flags, if you ever get into trouble or you need help, when you're inside the flags, there is always help. God gives us this opportunity to say, hey, remember when you dedicated that child to me? You enlisted my help. Remember when that child is messing up and doing things and, 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 you know, and, and, you know, get on your knees and enlist my help because God is this close. God is this close. You know, it might have taken three minutes for the lifeguard to get out to dad. But, you know, when we say Jesus, he's there, right there, so right beside you. And God will meet you where you are at. God will come to meet you when you're out the back of the, the big heavy waves or you're caught in a rip or, or something's going on. And it's not just in parenting, it's in life because he loves you. He loves you more than you know. And you see, this is the opportunity that when we dedicate our children to the Lord, we're agreeing in this moment to say, hey, we're, we are going to swim between the flags. And it's not that if you get out of those flags that you need to be afraid. God is not one of retribution to his children. He is a God of love. It's not about fear. 
Fear, parenting from a position of fear always leads, leads to overbearing control. Hello? Always, always. So in that, as parents, as people, we don't seek to control people. But what we do do is we point them towards Jesus. The Bible says, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen? It's aligning your plans with God's plans. How many know what Jeremiah 29.11 says? It says, this is God speaking to us, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Hello? God has good plans for your life. In amongst financial hardship, good plans. In amongst, you know, a caught in a rip, good plans. In amongst, can't pay that bill, good plans. We continue to look to him to see what he would do. Hello? All we need to do is turn to him. So here... As far as a dedication is concerned, we come into this moment in a place that we're, great, that we're grateful. From our own heart, we're grateful. We give thanks to God first for the birth of Levi and Reuben. We give, God, we give thanks to God first for the birth of our children. How many know they're a gift? Yes. We need to be reminded that they are a gift. Hello? Even into their 40s, they're a gift. Amen? Even when they're driving as an 18-year-old and there are people later on the road, they're a gift. Hello? I'll give you a gift. No, I'm just... <laughs> when we parent from a thankful heart, we avoid getting bitter. When we are thankful, when we are thankful, bitterness doesn't creep in of where we hold. You know what a bitter person does? A bitter person holds grudges. A bitter person holds record. Ah, you did this. Yes, yes, you stole that cookie the other day. Yes, 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 yes. Now, there is an element of curbing behaviour. But we have to remain in that thankful position. Amen? So we don't allow that bitter root to take place in our life. And bitterness leads to other things. Hello? What's that next thing? Let's grab that next slide, that, that same slide again. It's disappeared. It'll come back. It'll come back. I believe that it will come back. It's coming back. It's coming back. But you see, I've got a cheat mode here. How are we all doing? Is this all right? You finding this helpful? When we parent from a thankful heart, we do feel pain. Because when we're not thankful, we don't feel that pain. Hello? 
when we parent from a thankful heart. And that pain, as I said, those difficulties are often an opportunity to engage and partner with the Lord. Often. When we parent from a thankful heart, we reflect Father God. Think about that for a minute. Can you imagine for me for one second that Father God is thankful for you? Does that not change your perspective on who God is? Hey? Yes, we know that the Bible says give thanks to God with a thankful heart, with a grateful heart. But we have to understand that he is thankful for you. Why on earth would he breathe life into your body that creates you, uniquely you? Hello? That's how much he loves you. That's how much he values, values you. When we parent from a thankful heart, we reflect Father God. Because what happens is it changes and adjusts the way we deal with, we parent, we lead, and we love our children. It changes it. That bitterness no longer. Yes, God allows us to feel that pain. Because you know why? He sometimes feels pain when we stuff up. Hello? Right? But he's given us the antidote for that, and that's Jesus. Hello? Friends, this is a beautiful, beautiful place and a space to be. We reflect Father God to our children. I love it that Levi and Reuben will grab that next slide. That even before they were born, God knew them. You know what? God knew both of them even before Matt and Emily ever got married. And there were generations before them that had taken place. And he knew, yeah, I reckon, I reckon about that, about now would be a good time for Levi and Reuben to be born. You know how I know that? Why? Because Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper. God's got plans for your life. Hello? We have to understand that, that you know, we, we, we hear about in the Bible that the sons of Issachar, the sons of Issachar, the Bible describes them as, as men who knew their time, who knew the time and the season. In other words, they could predict GFCs. They could predict things that were about to happen. Why? Because God had particularly placed them in the timeline in order to protect Israel. You were born for such a time as this. You are by no means a mistake. Levi and Reuben are not a mistake. Amen? Amen. The Bible says in Psalm 139 that God knew us even before we were knitted together in our mother's womb. That's actually a photo of them being knit together together. Can you see that? Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that amazing? God knew each and every single person even before we took our first breath. That's how much he loves you. And what a great photo, the next photo. It takes a village, right? 
That's Levi and Reuben's uncle. It is this beautiful picture that it requires family. It can't just be up to a parent. It requires all of us together. It requires uncles and aunties and and good people in our life. Amen? All right, next slide. Levi and Reuben have a destiny in God that is far greater than what parents can give them alone. As good as Matt and Em are at being superpower parents, like Anna and I decided that we would only have one child at a time, whereas Matt and Em just went the whole hog straight out the, the gate, right? Let's have two at once. One at, at a time is enough, let alone two. But as parents, we are limited, right? We can't be everywhere all at once. However, I will tell a story that my parents used to always say to me, we are always watching. (laughs) Here I am walking down the street and I can just... I reckon mum's behind a bush here somewhere, I'm sure of it. Always watching. But seriously, parents can't be everywhere all at once. Can you remember, for those of you who are older, the first time your child took the car out on their own? I don't remember that. I remember driving down Maroondah Highway for the first time in the Kingswood and having this suddenly, sudden realise, whatever happens right now is up to me. terrorise the streets of Croydon. But you can't be everywhere all at once. And so there's this moment and there's this place where we step into and we say, God, I trust you. Watch over them. Protect them. Release your great love and your mercy upon them. Hey, that's a good prayer, isn't it? What does that prayer do? It's a good thought. It brings comfort to us. It brings peace to us. But do you know what it also does? God says, fantastic. Now I can send my warring angels to watch over them as they go. Hello? The Bible says that he charges his angels to watch over us. You know, I remember one time coming down Timbertop Road in, down from Lufton Hill. And I was in that Kingswood and I was racing my brother. My brother was, probably had a bigger, better car than me and he went one way and I went the other and we were hammering tong, you know, going hard, right? Confessions of a P-plater, right? And I remember coming down Timbertop Road, it's quite steep if you knew it, it's now a no-through road because of the Eastern Freeway coming through. But coming down it uh, and, uh, and I was determined to beat, how many brothers are determined to beat their other brothers, right? Right, come on. Like, it is a competition. It is real, right? And so um, the Kingswood had disc brakes in the front, drum brakes in the back, and I'm coming down Timbertop, and I had worked those brakes pretty heavily. It had a 253 V8 with a cracked head in it, right? So this thing was a monster. Not really. But, you know, coming... I wish I had it. Do you know how much they're selling for these days? 
extraordinary. Anyway, coming down Timber Top Road, I pumped the brakes, no brakes. No brakes. Coming down, I don't think mum's ever heard this story before, so <laughs> just her perspiration levels went up and I can just see her behind the bush going like this, right? <laughs> And so anyway, screaming down Timbertop Road and, uh, and no brakes, no brakes, no brakes, no brakes and roads were a little bit wet. And we're coming, I, we are coming down, I'm coming down plus 46 other angels trying to catch up. And I just say, Lord, you know those moments of where everything slows down and you pray that prayer, help. Lord, I pray that no one's coming down Deep Creek Road. I swung out wide, had to take that corner. I stopped later on, put the corner back. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I took that corner and thankfully, praise God, no one was there. After that moment, did I care that my brother beat me? Because my heart was up here, my knuckles were white, I was feverish, I was pale. Why? Because I know that God looked after me in that moment. I know that the prayers, the Bible says, the prayer of a righteous person avails much. As parents, we ought to be praying for our kids regularly. As parents, it releases a power that is beyond what we can release as parents. It releases the power of heaven. And quite frankly, for any situation that you face, take it to the Lord. Hello? Take it to the Lord. And if you don't see it straight away, keep on taking it to him, to keep on taking it to him. In the Bible, there's a story of a widow that continually comes to the king and he grants the wish. He grants her the wish simply because she kept on coming and bugging him and bugging him and bugging him. And then Jesus goes on to say, how much more would Father God who loves you wants to give that thing, that good thing to you? Hello? Hello? In 2 Timothy 2, verse 19, it says clearly that the Lord knows who are his. Levi and Reuben have the seal of God upon their lives. God doesn't let go of his kids lightly. Amen? So, in a few moments, I'm going to make the incredible invitation someone's about to hit their head on the pole she's all right good okay um those poles are sharp i've hit my head on them before it takes a village right um in a few moments i'm going to invite matt and emily up but first i just want to speak into their lives with this next slide I want to introduce you to Levi. The name originally comes, is, its origin is Hebrew. And the name meaning is joined, unifying, and togetherness. Isn't that great? How many know your name meaning? If you don't, I'd, I'd encourage you to check it out. I find it extraordinary how many people, their name meaning, it's a good description of who they are overall, right? 
It's a really good description. I'd encourage you, if you don't know, find out, find out. And I'd find out your biblical name meaning. Your other name meanings could be fairy dust and plankton, but, you know, I don't think your name means that. Just letting you know, right? But there's a scripture here, Malachi. You've got your Bibles. Let's open to Malachi. It's the first Italian book in the Bible because it's probably pronounced Malachi. Where are you, Malachi? Are we able to bring that scripture up, guys, in the... Here we go. Chapter 2, verse 4 and 6. Then you shall know that I have sent this commandment to you, that my covenant with Levi may continue, says the Lord of hosts. My covenant was with him, one of life and peace. And I gave them to him that he might fear me. So he feared me and was reverent before my name. The law of truth was in his mouth. And injustice was not found on his lips. He walked with me in peace and equity and turned many away from iniquity. I just get this sense and, you know, this is a word of encouragement. Uh, it's a prophetic word that I'm submitting to, to <coughs> Matt and Emily. And it's a word that... I would say will describe Levi of what we will witness in his life throughout his life. I get a sense that Levi has a creativity and will develop a creative power. In that creative power, there'll be a unifying in voice and leadership. I believe that Levi, whilst there will be moments where he makes noise, <laughs> he will be actually creating sound from a spiritual perspective and one whom will hear and discern the voice of God. This is a word of encouragement. This is like a prophetic word over Levi's life. And so in a moment, we're going to pray into that, and Matt and Emily are going to, are going to uh, announce a covenant as well of dedication. But let's check out Reuben. Reuben's name meeting, again, the origin is Hebrew, is behold a son. Now, it's important to realise that Reuben was born first. He will always have that over his brother. And the scripture reference 
For Reuben is Ephesians. If you've got your Bibles, again, let's turn to Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25 to 32. This is a bit longer. Therefore, putting away lying, let each of you speak with his neighbour, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labour, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him who has need. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good and necessary for edification that it may impart grace to the hearers. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Little bitterness, little bitterness, uh, wrath, anger, clamour and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. I just get this sense that Reuben's going to be a, a man of decisive action. And I know that that might stir an abruptness, but that is not the goal. Decisive action actually brings great peace because there's clear leadership. And I just get this sense that Reuben will be one whom brings honour and providence. He will push the limits of all, but it will be gentle of heart. And I just get this sense that that's, that's what the Lord is speaking into both of their lives. And again, I'm submitting that to Matt and Emily as their parents, that this is a moment of dedication. This is a moment of significance of where Matt and Emily are calling upon the name of Jesus to partner with that Matt and Emily don't only parent, but they are stewarding the gift that both Levi and Reuben are. So let's give them a hand. Let's call them forward. Keep clapping. Gotta keep clapping. Awesome. We were playing before, weren't we? Look at everyone. The key is smile now. Fantastic. So we have two significant um, certificates here of which are certificates of dedication and uh, and this is just something to remember and create a remembrance uh, for Matt and Emily that if it goes up on their wall, if it goes on a, on a, on a uh, bookcase, whatever it is, it's a, it's a reminder, hey, we dedicated you to health, to life, to growth, to safety, to providence, to development. Amen? 
and it's a great and wonderful reminder. And on the back is the covenant and the dedication that Matt and Emily are going to read before us all. Now, this is not just them. We have to understand that as a church family, that we agree not to parent Reuben and Levi, but we agree to encourage and championing and champion Matt and Emily in what they're doing as well. Is that cool? Are you okay with that? Fantastic. Brilliant. All right. Well, hello. You're funny. Yes, you are. Um, If we can grab uh, the slide up of the, there we go, the Parents' Covenant. And that may be small for you to read. Can you read that down there or? Fantastic. All right. So um, as Matt and Emily say this covenant before the Lord and before us, can we, when they get to the end of it, give them an amazing cheer? I'm going to be praying for them. And then as a symbolic act of them dedicating Levi and Reuben, uh, they're going to hand them both to me. Now, it could be dangerous. But no matter what happens, don't be concerned. Because I'm just going to pray with them, just bless them. And it is an act, just a symbolic act of them, of Matt and Emily handing them over to me as they are handing them back to God as a gift. Do you know that this was done with Jesus? Not here on this platform. But when Jesus was of age, both Joseph and Mary took Jesus to the temple to be presented to the priest as a symbolic act of dedication unto the Lord. If it's good enough for Jesus, it's absolutely good enough for these guys. Amen? Praise God. All right. Matt and Emily have memorised, practised, copiously... They've, they've had a really hard couple of days coming in. They've been really, really unwell. And so it's amazing that they're here today. Amen? Right? Fantastic. So I'm going to give it all over to you. You. Your words are gone. They're back. I understand what that's like to have things disappear. As parents of Reuben and Levi, we recognise these children are gifts to our home. Returning this gift in dedication, we also dedicate ourselves before the Lord, accepting our responsibility for the lives God has entrusted in our care. We earnestly seek God's help and protection in rearing these and Levi in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. As we present these Levi in dedication, we understand that our actions declare We are willing to have God take full possession of our children, allowing him to use them to his glory. To use their lives to his glory. Yeah. Awesome. How good is that? All right. We're going to pray and then you guys are going to sign. Father, right now, I just uh, ask that you would release your presence upon Matt and Emily in a fresh way today. As they are taking this step of faith, 
uh, and this beautiful and precious moment before you. Lord, release your power, release your anointing, release your love upon them, God, because Lord, you are God. You are Lord of their life. And so empower them. Uh, Lord, um, I just, I just pray that an ease of parenting would be upon their life, God. Lord, even, even in, in difficult moments, in happy moments, in joyous moments, Lord, let there just be an ease, Father, that, Lord, that they would not be concerned, but, Lord, that they would be empowered. Lord, release your love upon them as they dedicate both Levi and Reuben to you today, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. I'm going to get you to... Yeah, let's do that, and then you sign. All right. All right, here goes. Hey, Jim. That worked. Hey, buddy. Together. We're good together. We're good together. You guys sign, I'll pray. You ready? You're doing good. Yeah, you're doing good. You're doing good. Here's your bro. Here's your bro. You're fine about the whole thing, aren't you? Father God, right now, we just thank you for Levi and Reuben. Lord, we thank you for the power of your word and your truth. Lord, that they are a gift. Lord, that as Matt and Emily, give them back to you, God. Lord, that... No, I'm not giving them. No, no. Take him, take him. Lord, that we just love you. Lord, that as, as Lord, you are at work, God, in both Levi and Reuben's life, um, as Matt and Emily partner with you, Lord, Lord, that there is just a release of your anointing upon their life, God. Lord, that they are unifying, that they are sons, that they are uh, strong men, of your word, of your truth, God. And so, Lord, release the power of your Holy Spirit upon their life. Lord, fill them even now with your Holy Spirit, Lord. Jesus, I just remember as, as, uh, as you and John met each other, as you were both in the wombs, that, Lord, that John was filled with your, with your spirit. Lord, fill, <coughs> fill them with your presence. Fill them with your spirit even now, God. And so, Lord, we just thank you for your love and for your power in this moment. In Jesus' name. We all said? Amen, amen and amen. That wasn't so bad, was it? Pretty good. Praise God. Would you guys like to say anything? Nope. Job done. Job done. Well, come on. Let's just give them a hand now. Good on you guys. You're amazing. Amazing. <clears throat> so right now we are going to, um, I, I just need to do my bit. It's about a $4 million signature right there. Um, what we're going to do now is just we're just going to celebrate as a family today. Um, if you are here and you would like 
uh, some prayer, um, then uh, our ministry team more than happy to stand with you and, and pray with you. If there's a need within your life that we would stand in agreement with you, that uh, at the end of today's service, just come forward. We'd love to stand with you in prayer. If um, today has challenged you in some areas of where you go, well, you know, I, I just... I have a heavy heart about this part of my parenting or, or that part. I would, just, I would just really, really encourage you in this moment. God is never a God of condemnation. And condemnation often is that place and that area of that heaviness, heaviness that leads to more heaviness. Conviction, however, is this opportunity of where I recognize this in my life, this area of my life where I am out of step with God. That area of your life where you might be out of step with God, that is a beautiful moment of where Jesus just says, hey, come to me. Jesus said these words, come to me, those who are heavy laden, those who are carrying burdens. He said, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Friends, walking with Jesus is never meant to be a burdensome thing. There is a weight, there is a heaviness in walking in righteousness, in making good choices, in, in, in making that. But life is full of that anyway. Amen? There is the element and truth of where the Bible says it this way that within each and every single man, woman and child, that there is eternity placed within their hearts. How many know that death is painful? Do you know why death is painful? Because in the Garden of Eden, we were never meant to die. And so that's why it's, it feels contrary to us. And that is why death is so painful. Hey, guess what? As Christians, we know and we are assured that even though this body may one day die, well, it will. It's like, what, death and taxes, right? Even though this body may die, our spirit leaves on. The Bible says that, that absent from the body is present with the Lord. Right. Where we must always understand that we need to be in step with Jesus. And the next step to, to be in step with Jesus is simply saying yes. Or simply saying and recognising even if you've said yes to Jesus in the past, if you step into this moment and say, Jesus, I'm out of step with you in this area of my life, forgive me. Friends, Jesus said that he is faithful to forgive us when we come to him asking for forgiveness. And in that forgiveness, he sets us free from that and empowers us to live in victory in that area. Hello? Who else has experienced that in their lives? I know I have. And so in this moment, if there's anybody that perhaps you've never invited Jesus into your heart, you may never have said, Jesus, I give you my life. Jesus, I want to walk in step with you. If that's you here today, if that's you here today, I'd love to stand with you in agreement. I'd love to stand with you in prayer. And in this moment, I would ask everybody, just close your eyes. Let's bow our head and that we would pray. Even if those who are in the room have already prayed this prayer, I'd invite you to say this out loud, that you just say, Jesus, I give you my life. 
Friends, this is a beautiful opportunity every single day. Jesus, I give you my life. It's a prayer I pray every single day. Jesus, no matter what you've got in store for me today, I give you my life. It's in this recognition that he is Lord of our life, that he is our personal saviour. And if you've prayed that prayer for the first time today, congratulations because you've begun your personal walk with Jesus. That's the first step. The next step to be walking in step with Jesus is to let somebody know. Let somebody know. Because the Bible says this, is that, is that, on my paraphrase, Jesus says, if you're going to be ashamed of me before other people, then I'm going to be ashamed of you before Father. It's not a threat, it's just the truth of being integrous, of being authentic in your decisions. That if you make that decision, say, Jesus, I give you my life, you can tell and let somebody else know. Because that in itself is another step of faith. So I would encourage you, if, if you've prayed that prayer for the first time, it's real simple. Jesus, I give you my life. If you've prayed that prayer for the first time, I would encourage you, even those who are watching online, I would encourage you, let somebody know. In fact, I'd ask, let us know. We'd love to just give you some resource and be able to help you along in that journey. You're not joining a church. What you're doing is you're joining a family a spiritual family, that you're not alone. Amen? Amen. Amen. I'm just going to pray one more time. Lord, as we all go through this week, Lord, I just ask that you would release your power and your authority upon each and every single person. Lord, not only keep us safe and protected, but Lord, keep us in constant provision. Lord, let your word go forth. Lord, let your glory be revealed in and through our lives, God, to those around us. Let us help those in need. Let us bless those who curse us. But Lord, bring life and change into our community. Bring life and change into our hearts. Help us hear your word and apply it in truth, in love and authenticity, Lord. Lord, we love you and we thank you for today. Lord, bless uh, the Crelly family, the Armour family and all the friends and family here today. Lord, that as they journey and as we celebrate this momentous occasion today together, Lord, that you would be glorified. Lord, that you would go before us. And Lord, that your truth would be made known in the world in Jesus' name. Are we all said? Amen, amen and amen. Thank you so much, guys. Again. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Anna. I trust that during the service, God was moving in your heart and his presence was where you are. Just before we say goodbye today, I'd love to give you an opportunity to say yes to Jesus. If today's message spoke to you, or you've been considering believing in Jesus as your savior, then I would love to invite you to do that now. Would you repeat this short prayer after me? Dear Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died for my sins and that you rose again to give me life. 
I ask you to forgive my sins and be my Lord and my Saviour. I open my heart to you today. Amen. If you said yes to Jesus today, we would love to hear from you. We would love to celebrate with you, pray with you and help you start your Jesus journey. Visit our website manninghamcc.org and go to the I Said Yes page. Fill out your details and one of our leaders will get in touch with you. We would love to hear your story. Hey, thanks for joining in today and being part of our service. If you enjoyed today's service, would you click the share button and subscribe to MCC so you can stay connected? We all need some good news and we would love to hear how God has spoken to you today. Visit manninghamcc.org and fill out a good news story form today. If you would love to know more how to grow in your relationship with God, then Next Steps provides the path for you. Visit manninghamcc.org to find out more. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.